Returning to Madison, my hometown, feels as good as a car collision. Yeah, that good. Being here makes me feel frightened, unimportant, worthless. And the scary part is that it's a familiar feeling. The past three years I spent in Chicago, I thought I made progress. That I became stronger, more confident, free, and happy. Now that I'm back, it feels as if I have nothing to show for it. All gone down the drain, as if I never left. And my past is wrapping tentacles around me, leeching the life out of me. Truth be told, right now I wish I'd never returned. And the reason for my bad decision? The one who convinced me it'd be a fabulous idea is currently making faces at me in the mirror, standing by my shoulder. Ev, I sigh. What are you doing? Evangeline sticks her tongue out at me and crosses her hazel eyes, trying to get you to quit scowling. Hey, I think it's working. Stop it. My mouth twitches, my mind veering off its true beaten path of fear and regret. She really does look ridiculous like that. Her copper curls all over the place, four fingers pulling at the corners of her mouth. Ev! She giggles and falls on my shoulder, completely spoiling my efforts at applying mascara to my lashes. Not like I want to anyway. But apparently there's going to be a party, and I'm hosting it. Ev is moving out of the apartment she's been sharing with her friend Kayla, and Kayla already agreed I could take Ev's room. Now the two of them are throwing a sort of farewell party for Ev, who's only moving to another neighborhood and not another continent. But hey, who needs an excuse, right? Getting drunk is a goal all on its own. And I agreed to the party, but only because I don't want my new roomie to think I'm stuck up and weird. I've only just moved back to town, and the room is cheap and nice. I should at least give it a chance, right? Right. You'll see. It will be fun, Ev says, smearing glossy lipstick on her lower lip with her fingertip. Maybe for her it will be. I barely know Ev anymore. We went to school together and used to be besties, back before I ran away to Chicago to hide and lick my wounds. Since when did you turn into a party animal? I mutter, and then bite on the inside of my cheek to shut myself up before I say anything else I might regret. I didn't. She adjusts the cleavage, revealing a hint of blue lace. It's my farewell party. I stare at her. She looks pretty as a picture in her short, flared lilac dress and ballerina shoes. She still limps a little from an accident she won't talk to me about. More than a year and a half ago, and can't wear heels yet. And Micah will be there, I mutter. She gives a smile so bright it hurts the eyes, but softens my heart. Yeah. You're happy with him, not a question. She answers anyway, cheeks flushed and eyes bright. I am. Good, I say gruffly, and adjust my pendant, one of the last ones I made before moving here, and then grab the eyeliner like a weapon. I shake it at her. He'd better treat you right, or so help me God. She lays a hand on my shoulder and beams at me. He does, Amber. You should never worry about Micah. But I do. I try to laugh it off, but I worry about men. I worry about people. I don't understand them. Don't get what makes them tick, 
what makes them do the things they do, good things and bad things. Mainly the bad things. Ev shakes her head. She knows bits and pieces of what happened to me back when I was 16, but nobody knows the whole truth. Not even my father, who yanked me out of school and moved me 140 miles away, give or take a few, to get a fresh start. He knew enough, though, to decide the move was necessary, and Ev does too, so no need to scratch old scars and open wounds that I'd rather forget all about. If only I could. And what difference would it make? My past is in the past, although this town is drenched in it. You're making a mess. Let me. Ev grabs my hand, and I automatically jerk it back before I can process her words. Oh, shit. The eyeliner flies away and hits the floor. As if in slow motion, I see the black liquid spill on the beige carpet, like blood, dark and viscous. I'm shaking. I'm cold. In degrees, my senses return, and I realize Ev is still holding on to me. I pull my hand again, and it's suddenly free. Crap, I mutter, my pulse thundering in my ears. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Ev whispers, dropping to her knees and gathering the small bottle, then starts blotting the ink with a tissue. I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have grabbed me like that. Yeah, she shouldn't have. But it's not her fault I'm not normal, is it? I suppose I was a girl like any other once. Shy kind of chubby, and always doodling or crafting one thing or another to keep my restless hands busy. But that's in the past. That past in which my life is now steeped, and we're in the now. So I apologize, insist I'm too clumsy to live, and that Ev should help me with my makeup. Honestly, it's not as if I have much experience with eyeliners and mascaras anyway, Ev accepts the task with obvious relief, which makes me wonder how big of a mess I was making of it. I sit primly as she runs the brush through my long dark hair until it's a shiny fall, paints my blue eyes with black, and dabs red on my mouth. It's like war paint, I think randomly, my hands clenching in my lap. I fight the itch to grab the lipstick tube and draw red lines on my cheeks and nose. Don't, Amber. I can do this. Pretend to be normal. Pretend coming back to Madison isn't killing me. Bringing the past to life. Maybe if I pretend long enough, it will come true.